welcome to the Sidman Global Methodist Church. Um, first this morning we're going to have the lighting of the candles. If everyone will please rise, we're going to start today's service with uh, hymn number 561. We gather together. You can find that in the uh, hymnal or also on the uh, board up here. Take a minute here to greet the people around you. here now um, for Sidman. Um, today is the baptiz baptism of Waylon Gramling, son of Stephanie and Warren Gramling. 
that will be shortly here. Uh, a TCBY meeting on uh, the 3rd of December, I guess that's, that's in a couple of weeks here, from 5 to 7. And uh, also we will have uh, directly after services next Sunday, uh, we'll be doing the hanging of the greens, decorating the church and bringing everything over here to, to get it all ready. Um, Pastor also I believe has an announcement here. On December the 9th, uh, Beaverdale is going to have a free turkey dinner at the, at the church from 4 to 6, I believe it is. Uh, the other announcement is, don't forget today, it's the Forest Hills Ministerium Thanksgiving service at 3 o'clock at, uh, at Dunlow, and then there'll be refreshments afterwards. That's all okay. Alrighty. Oh, uh, the, the cookies, we are going to move forward with that. We're going to kind of fumble through this first year. Uh, the sign-up, of course, is back there. Please write down whatever, uh, whichever uh, flavor of cookie you're going to be making. We will be, and I have it written back, there will be assembling on the 16th. People can pick up after 12 o'clock on that day. We're doing four dozen for $30, which seems to be in line with what we're um, seeing all around. And, um, we're going to try to get it on the website. I just pulled out a lot of posts on Facebook, so I have to figure out how to do that. Uh, and so we'll get that there. And so uh, if you know that you've always got so many stoves, let me know so that we can start marketing them off. And I, I, I forget how many I think you said, uh, with what's back that we may be able to make 30 to 35 trays at this point. Um, so just kind of just let me know what you have sold, and I can always just add that on and now if everyone will please rise and we'll all join in the affirmation of faith it's a, it'll be, we'll be reading this responsibly um, and it is Psalm 44 verses 1 through 8 and you can find that on the screen here we have heard it with our ears O God our ancestors have told us what you did in their days <clears throat> in days long ago with your hand you wrote God it was not by their sword that they won the land, nor did their arm bring them victory. It was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your face, for you loved them. You are my king and my God, who decreed victories for Jacob. Through you we push back our enemies, through your name we trample our foes. I put no trust in my vow. But sword does not bring you victory. But you give us victory over our enemies. You put our adversaries to shame. God, we make our boast all day long, and win praise your name forever. And now, if, uh, let's see here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if everyone will be, be seated, and uh, we'll have the children up here for the children's message. <clears throat>
that might be better than somebody else? Soccer. You're good at soccer. And what's your talent? Same thing as him and your talent. Basketball, playing, playing the music up here that you do, right? So we all have talents. And where do we get our talents from? From the stuff you do. And who gives you that ability? God, right? Sometimes we can do things we have no idea how we can do them. Like when I do my baking, before I bake anything, I just say, okay, God, I don't know how this happens, but from you to here and from here to the sugar and the mixer, and, and it always comes out pretty, pretty good. I have no idea how it happens. But it, usually it happens pretty well, and when it doesn't happen well, it's usually because I forget to do them before I, before I start my baking. I think, oh, I know what I forgot. It wasn't the sugar or the flour. It was saying, hey, help me out here. Because I have no idea how I can do this stuff, but it just happens. So those are talents. Those are gifts that God gives us. So what if somebody gave you a gift, and you took that gift, and you said, gee, thanks, and you put it under the bed. That be a very good use of that gift. No. How do you think that person would feel that gave you the gift? Did put a lot of thought into it? Sad. Exactly. Well, gee, thanks. This is a great gift that you were so thoughtful to give me, and you I really thought about it, and they gave it to me, and I'm just gonna stick that thing under bed. Not even use it. Well, gee, that's not very good, is it? Well, guess what? In the Bible, the same thing happened. You see, there's a story in the Bible about this, this we'll call him a boss. <clears throat> and the boss had some workers, and he said, I'm going on a trip. I'm going to give you, give you some money. And back in the in biblical days, they referred to money, some kinds of money, as talents. We call them coins, they call them talents. So he gave one guy five talents and said, I'm leaving. Make good use of these things. He gave another guy three talents, let's say three coins. You do something good with these. And you do something good with these. So the one guy went and he said, I'm going to take this money and do something with it. The guy that had three took his money and did something with it. The guy that had one said, I'm going to bury it in the backyard. And when the boss came back, he went to the first guy and he said, hey, what did you do with that money I gave you? And he said, well, I went and I bought this and then I planted this and I did this. And now those five coins you gave me, I made more money. They're now ten coins. And the boss said, good for you. I gave you something, you used it, and you made more of it. You did good with it. Went to the guy that had three and said, what did you do with the three I gave you? Well, I did this, and I, 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 I did this with it, and it, I made more money. And the boss said, thank you. So wonderful. You, you took what I gave you, and you did wonderful things with it. And he went to the guy that had only one, and he said, and what did you do with it? And he said, I buried it in the backyard to keep it safe. So that when you came back, I can give it right back to you. And the boss said, wait a minute. I gave you something and you did nothing with it. That's not good. That's not what you should have done. And he was very displeased with that guy. You know what? That's what God, that, that, that's sort of what God has done with us. He's given us all talents. Soccer, music, uh, you know, baking, uh, you know, working with numbers, working with children, working in the church. God gave us all a talent. Or several talents. Oftentimes we can do stuff and we have no idea how. But we do them because God gave us that talent. And if we don't use that talent, that's like taking that gift that he gave us, putting it under the bed and saying, yeah, thanks for that gift. Thanks. Got it under the bed. Not going to use it. 
But thanks anyway. And that would not make God very happy. So all those things that he has given us the ability to do, maybe it's even just talking nice to someone, making somebody feel good, that's a talent. If we don't use those talents God gives us, we're not doing what God wants us to do. So the next time you have the opportunity to do something with what God has given you, remember, let's use that talent, let's make it work, and let's change people's lives around us, even if it's just something little. You may be able to play soccer well, maybe there's some kid that doesn't do so well, and you can just build him up and say, hey, that was okay, better luck next time. I'll show you how I do. And that's an easy way you can use even a talent of soccer to make somebody feel good. And that's exactly what God wants to do. Take what he gave you and do good with it. Let's say a little prayer. Dear Lord, you have made us into these wonderful creatures that we have no idea sometimes how we can do what we can do. And afterwards, we just sit back and wonder. Always remind us that we don't need to wonder. We just need to look to the heavens and say thank you, Lord, for all that you've given us and our ability to do what we can do. And remind us that when we're struggling in life, to always look to you and, and ask for your help and to always take what gifts you've given us and use them to bring people closer to you and show people the way the world should be. Amen. Son Jesus Christ to be our Savior. All that we are and all that we have is a trust from you. And so, in gratitude for all your gifts, we offer you ourselves and all that we have in union with Christ's offering for us. By your Holy Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world through Jesus Christ our Savior. We gather this morning in your presence to raise our voices to you, to bring to your attention what's on our spirits, hearts, and minds. We offer prayers and ask forgiveness for our going astray and for choosing our way over your way. We pray for the good health and well-being of the members of this congregation, their family, friends, and neighbors. We pray for the members of law enforcement, military, especially our First Lieutenant Carl Smith. We pray for firefighters, first responders, EMTs. We pray for the well-being and safety of our country, our community, and our church. May we be protected from the evil forces that have crossed our borders. We pray for the safety and well-being of our youth and continue to encourage them on their walk of faith. We pray for the unsaved, the unbelievers, those who have lost their way. We pray that they see the light on their wayward ways so that they may be saved before it's too late. We pray for families dealing with the difficulties of life. Be with them, guide them, and comfort them during these times of struggle. 
We pray for Kareem, a member, a neighbor, who's dealing with cancer. Give her hope and strength during this trying time of dealing with her health. We pray for our troubled country. May we uphold the, the values that this country were founded on. May we win out over the evil forces that are around us. And we pray for the conflict in the Middle East. May good do away with the evil that is being faced. Now, dear Lord, if there was a name that came to the people's hearts, minds, and spirit while we were praying, let them say that name out loud now. time to a close by praying together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. <clears throat> okay, now if uh, somebody out there can pick out a favorite hymn, then uh, please stand. Favorite hymn? 398. 398. 398. 398. Fill my cup, Lord. Uh, please stand. <laughs>
and this morning we had the small buckets, which is to help pay with the oil bill. As you all know, oil's not cheap. Gracious God in heaven, we gather on this third Sunday in the month of November to sing your hymns, to hear your uh, psalm, read your psalms, and to hear your word. And we have two young boys who are presenting to you today the tithes and gifts and offerings that come from this congregation. We ask that you accept all of these to help with the running of your church here in Sydney and with spreading your word throughout the area. And we pray all of us in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, Master, teacher, and friend, and we said together, Amen. Very good. Thank you. Please be seated. And let's invite up to to the to the altar, Waylon and Stephanie. I mean, yeah, Waylon. We want Waylon to come. Stephanie and Warren, if they would come forward. And would you like any of your grandparents to come forward? They may come, and brother. You can have your, both families come up if you want to. That's up to you. We got the three main ones. Yeah. What did you say? Stick. That's a stick. What's up? What's happening? Huh? What's happening? What's taking place? He ran all over the office when we had our meeting one one Thursday night. And shared his apple. And, yes, and his apple that he had. Okay. Brothers and sisters in Christ, through the sacrament of baptism, we are initiated into Christ's holy church. 
we are incorporated into God's mighty acts of salvation and given new birth through water and the Spirit. All this is God's gift offered to us without a price. Something there you didn't like what I was saying? Huh? Huh? Or you're agreeing with it. I present Waylon, named after Waylon Jane. She says yes, she says no. And his middle name is Jack. Grandmother. For baptism. Now I ask you to listen to what if I say do you or will you. On behalf of the whole church, I ask you, do you renounce the spiritual forces of wickedness, reject the evil powers of this world, and repent of your sin? We do. <laughs> you see all those people out there? No? Do you accept the freedom and power God gives you to resist evil, injustice, and oppression in whatever form they present themselves? Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior and put your whole trust in his grace and promise to serve him as your Lord in union with the church which Christ has opened to people of all ages, nations, and races? Will you nurture this young boy in Christ's holy church that by your teaching and example they may be guided to accept God's grace for themselves, to profess their faith openly, and to lead a Christian life? Now the congregation. Do you, as Christ's body, the church, reaffirm both your rejection of sin and your commitment to Christ? Let's try that again. Will you nurture one another in the Christian faith as the life and life and include the person, Wayland? Did I interrupt something? No? Okay. Now before you in your care. Let us join together in professing the Christian faith as contained in the scriptures of the Old and New Testament. Do you believe in God the Father? I believe in God the Father, the Creator of heaven Do you believe in Jesus Christ?
You can put them down if you want to, too. Yeah, uh, okay. I'll deal with it. Where'd you go to? Oh! He better clean his hands. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Clorox disinfecting wipes. Oops! Can you get up on your own? Oh, yeah, there we go. He's up, he's up. What else do you need to put your hands on? Okay, you can stay, you can stay there. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Don't go down the steps. Stay up here. Stay up here. Now we'll go down the steps. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Yeah, people. Yeah. Let us pray. Eternal Father, when nothing existed but chaos and swept across the dark waters and brought forth life, in the days of Noah, who saved those on the ark through water, after the flood you set in the clouds a rainbow. When you saw your people as slaves in Egypt, you led them to freedom through the sea. Their children you brought through the Jordan to the land which you promised. In the fullness of time you sent Jesus, nurtured in the water of a womb. He was baptized by John and anointed by your spirit. He called his disciples to share in the baptism of his death and resurrection and to make disciples of all nations. Pour out your Holy Spirit to bless this gift of water and those who receive it, to wash away their sins and clothe them in righteousness throughout their lives, that dying and being raised with Christ, they may share in his final victory. All praise to you, eternal Father, through your Son, Jesus Christ, who with you and the Holy Spirit that lives and reigns forever. Amen. I baptize you in the name of the Father, of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Wayne Gamble. Amen. The Holy Spirit work within you, that being born through water and the Spirit, you may be a faithful disciples of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now it's our joy to welcome our new sisters and our new brother in Christ. Members of the household of God, 
I commend Wayland to your love and care. Do all in your power to increase his faith, confirm his hope, 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 and perfect them in love. We give thanks for all that God has already given I don't know, we had, you just said United Methodist Church. Uh, this is from the United Methodist Church. I don't know if we have anything, anything like this through the Global Methodist Church. So we have to use what, what we have. Will you say so if I come down to you? Stop. The God of all grace who has called us to eternal glory in Christ, establish you and strengthen you by the power of the Holy Spirit, that you may live in grace and peace. Now we have for you this booklet. This booklet has the entire service in it. It's recommended that a year from now, either the third Sunday of November or the November the 19th, that you go through the service on your own, Everything is written in there for you, just as I read, and a candle to be lit. It has on here who, uh, when it was, when it took place, uh, the name, what church we were in, and uh, my name. I have to sign everything. And that's, that's for you and for Mr. Whalen. That's yours. Uh, yeah, that's yours, okay? Ah. Now he's smiling. Okay, you're all set. Well, the lectionary reading for the day is from the book of Matthew. We have, uh, I believe, one more Sunday left to be in the book of Matthew, then we go to Mark. We start a new year, a new liturgical year on uh, the, the first Sunday in December. So we're in Matthew 25, 14 through 30. Again, it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his wealth to them. To one he gave five bags of gold, to another two bags, and to another, bag, another one bag, each according to his ability. Then he went on his journey. The man who had received five bags of gold went at once and put his money to work and gained five bags more. So also the one with two bags of gold gained two more. But the man who had received one bag went off, dug a hole in the ground, and hid his master's money. These are all the words of Jesus. After a long time, the master of those servants returned and settled accounts with them. The man who had received five bags of gold brought the other five. Master, he said, you entrusted me with five bags of gold. See, I have gained five more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. 
Come and share your master's happiness. The man with two bags of gold also came. Master, he said, you entrusted me with two bags of gold. See, I have gained two more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Then the man who had received one bag of gold came. Master, he said, I knew that you are a hard man, harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. So I was afraid and went out and hid your gold in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. His master replied, You wicked, lazy servant. Do you know that I have harvest where I have not sown and gathered where I have not scattered seed? Well then, you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers, so that when I returned, I would have received it back with interest. So take the bag of gold from him and give it to the one who has ten bags. For whoever has, for, for whoever has will be given more, and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them and thrown that worthless servant outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. The words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let's see, I call this the whistleblower. Whistleblowers are in the news for the last couple, couple months. Let's see, the master was an extremely wealthy man. He was the head of a powerful family and a Jewish aristocrat. The master could give to his servants anywhere from nowadays money, 16 to 24 million dollars. All the hearers at that time of this parable would have understood that the master was going off on a long journey to increase his power, wealth, and influence through the deals he would make on his trip. The two servants doubled the master's money. The crowd hearing this would have known that this took place at the peasant's expense. The powerful would use their wealth to make loans to the peasant farmers. The interest rates range from 60% to 200%. We think uh, interest rates are high now. Back then it was 60 to 200%. The purpose of making these loans was to foreclose on these loans, gaining more property and fortune for the master. Does that sound like something that took place in 2008, where the banks were giving money to people they know could not pay them back to buy houses? He had entrusted to the first uh, a servant 12 to 15 million dollars. The second servant was four to six million dollars, and the last servant was one to two million dollars. The whistleblower in today's reading refuses to play the game and publicly reveals the truth behind the economic system and pays the price for exposing the corruptness of the system. Would that ring a bell with uh, somebody now running for president of the United States? For the, I won't mention name, for the second time? Hmm? The whistleblower is like Jesus, who exposed the corruption of the temple system and denounced Israel's rich masters, who would soon turn against him to kill him. Hmm. The servant confronted his master with his actions that were destroying families and households. The master is criticized by the third servant as an exploiter of the people. 
The rich man doesn't deny this claim. Rather, he agrees that he is an accurate, it is an accurate description of himself. The third servant is viewed as the hero, the master as the villain, and the other two servants as expo exporters. This parable implies Jesus is the one who stands alone, revealing to all. Jesus will be the one standing alone who reveals how far we have strayed from God's best intentions for us. This parable tells us that from Jesus will come the many who will generate the spiritual power that will impact the world for Christ and his kingdom. Starting with one, then it went to twelve, and then look, we're here now because of what started with Jesus Christ, one man. The third servant had seen the evil both of what he was expected to do and the evil of the business he had been involved in. He was willing to stand with the exploited by confronting the master. He's the hero of the story. The third servant was converted. Something had happened to him to cause him to see the evil of his ways and repent. He could no longer exploit farmers and called pain and suffering of these families. He was not even willing to invest the money with the bankers because he knew that they would exploit the peasants as well. This man was not going to participate in any such exploitation of the poor. Look at all the people now who stand up for, for righteousness, for justice. They're, they're put down by the media and by some of the politicians if they don't agree with them. Uh, some of the whistleblowers who are not, actions are not supposed to be taken against them have had their careers ruined because of coming forward and testifying of this is how things really are, really are happening. Let us all do our very best to do what God has directed us to do. He's given all of us a, a, a plan to, to do something. Raising a family. As you, as you families know, that ain't easy to do. That's hard to do. And getting along in society, the society that we find we're a part of, as Christians. It's, it, it's not easy. It's, it's difficult. But you can't lose faith because you'll turn the corner and things will be rosy again. It, it's, it's, you have to keep your hope. You have to keep your hope up. Because things Things will get better. Maybe not within the next year, but after that, things will start to, uh, to, get, to get better. We will, we will see. There will be evidence uh, of it. We, we, we will, uh, we're all anxiously waiting for Election Day in 2024. I just hope that we can make it to Election Day 2024 with the way things are, are happening. It started off with 17 attacks on our 
military in, the, in Saudi Arabia. Now it's up to 67. It might have gone even higher than that. And what have we done? We bombed two empty warehouses. Empty human people. No, no, there was nobody in there. They'd blown a, a million dollar drone out of the, uh, out of the sky. And we still haven't, uh, haven't, haven't, haven't done anything. We have to keep our, our, don't put your faith in man, no matter who is calling the shot. Your faith needs to be in Jesus Christ, in God. Because he, they are the ones that will pull us through this. Unscathed. And things will be, sunshine will be out all the time. Like it is, like it is today. Let us work together to see that this all comes about. It ain't going to come about just by one person doing it. it has to, we have to work together as a team. We have to work together as a team to bring this about. Can it be done? It certainly can. It certainly can. Is it going to be easy? No. Will it take time? Yes. Will it take money? Eh, maybe. Depends on how smart you are. This is the way to bring about the kind of world that God has always intended it to be. It's there. It's within our grasp. We can see it. But are we taking any actions to make that true? Not really. Not really. We need to take some actions. And I'm sure we will in the future. Guaranteed, positive, that we will take action to, uh, 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 to do that. Let us pray. O Christ, our only Savior, so please come to live in us so that we may go forth with the light of your hope in our eyes and with your faith and love in our hearts. May this mind be in us which was in Jesus Christ. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon us and give us peace. May the Holy Spirit be with us as we pray. Amen. Let us now stand and sing for the beauty of the earth. The first four verses and we'll take a break after the third verse. Number 560 in the hymn for the words are on the screen.
May we have the courage and strength to stand up to those who exploit the poor. May we join others in this fight against the evil that is faced every day in our country. And may we all have faith in what God has directed us to do is to bring about the world God has intended us to be a part of. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, go and earn your day. Now let's sing the last, the fourth verse of uh, For the Beauty of the Earth. Thank you.